Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the channel for a brand new edition of Collider Ladies Night pre-party with one of the stars of Swarm, which no teeing up I can do for this show would do it justice. You just need to watch it and experience it for yourself, and you need to see Chloe Bailey in it. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm very happy to be a part of this incredible show. It's really great. It is something else. I've never seen anything quite like it, and I mean that as the highest compliment so we go back to the very, very beginning on this show. I know music and acting are both big parts of your career. So it was yes. making me wonder what came first. Do you remember the very first thing you ever dreamed of becoming when you were a kid? Okay, so it kind of happened in tangent. So I started really singing first when I was two. And my aunt, she always tells the story how Alicia Keys, I Keep On Falling" was playing in the car. And I was buckled up in the backseat. We were just alone in the car. And I was singing and she heard vibrata as much as a two-year-old could sing. But when she heard that, she was shocked. And she was like, she told my parents, did you guys know she sang? So I know I was singing straight out the womb. But um, acting actually came first. My very first audition, I was three and a half and I auditioned in Fighting Temptations to play the younger version of Beyonce. So it's funny how the universe works. And from then on, I just kept it going and, you know, doing a lot of stuff with Tyler Perry and theater and things like that. And I just really love performing and entertaining and using my body in every way, whether it's acting or my vocal cords to sing or, you know, things like that. So I was happy that with Swarm, I was able to do both in a way and not have it break the fourth wall or mess anything up. And I remember even before we shot anything for this, I have always been such a huge fan of Donald Glover, his music and him as an actor and how he writes his scripts and tells stories and how he's able to do all of it together so effortlessly. And I remember he invited me to the studio. I was so excited. I was like, what? I'm going to play him all of these unreleased demos and songs that I didn't know if they were going to be scrapped for the album or not. This was before I got the final track list in pieces. And he was like, play me all the weird shit, play me all the stuff you produced. And it, it really kind of gave me confidence knowing how much he liked it. And I was so happy that this demo Metro Boomin and I worked on around the time when we were creating for my album, 
it ended up being the ending title piece to the first episode. And when I got to watch it, I was really happy. It's like half, most of the song is in there and it's an experience and a joy ride. And it doesn't feel like, oh, here's Chloe singing. It feels like Marissa in a really odd way. Uh, so I really loved how we were able to do both. So bringing up being able to do both on Swarm, but taking that way back to the beginning when your career in both sectors started to take off, because correct me if I'm wrong on this, I believe that happened with music first. And yes. this, this is an industry that loves to box people into the first thing that we all see that you're really good at. So when that was happening, was it ever going through your mind that, oh no, like now that that's hitting really big, I'm concerned that there's not going to be a path back to acting ever because I'm going to get boxed into music and music alone. Well, the thing is, that wasn't a concern. My concern, because I'm such an overthinker and always in my head, and that was one of the things what I loved about Swarm because it's all about mental health. I was like, am I, I'm doing music. That's what everyone sees. I'm putting in so many hours. You know, the more hours you put into something when you're perfecting your craft, you naturally get more confident. I was like, would people take me seriously as an actress? You know, I, I perform when I'm on stage, I act when I'm on stage, but will people see me? Will people see the character when they see me on the screen? So, you know, when people were surprised that I acted, kind of started with grownish, but that was like cute comedy college stuff. And I'm happy now that I have been able to get more serious roles where people see that I'm actually an actress and I also use acting as a form of therapy and finding pieces of myself through the character. And I really found a deep fond appreciation for acting in the past three years, as much as I have with music. I want to bring up some of that serious stuff that you are incredibly natural in. You definitely have everything that it takes to be an <laughs> actor. Um, going, going back to what you just said about acting also playing a part in in your music as well so you have that kind of foundation but when you hit your first big professional set you know whether it's grownish or something else big that you've done recently what is a particular acting muscle that acting for the camera challenged you to flex for the very first time when it comes to acting you can't think you're acting you have to get lost in the story and you have to find pieces of yourself within it. And that's when it's most authentic. And that's what I really loved about this show and having Donald Glover direct the episode that, you know, Marissa is really present. in. it was, I was a little nervous. I was like, cause I've always been such a fan, but what I loved about him being a creative as well, he was so great at articulating his vision in a way that was easily digestible. And the second he'd say something, it would click and you'd get it immediately. And to be able to have scene partners like Dominique and Damson, they are both so incredible. And it was truly the best two weeks of shooting on a set that I've had in my life. And I've learned so much and you can feel the rawness and the vulnerability through the editing and the cinematography and it feels like you're right there. And I think of course it all being shot on film kind of ties into that as well, but we all were just completely honest. We weren't putting on a front. We were being these kids 
Oh, you feel that big time. And I have many questions about working with Dominique. I think she's one of the best of the best. Woo! Yeah, seriously. She killed, I, she killed this. I don't oh, know I, why I'm so surprised every time I see her in something because she literally wows me with every single performance she's ever done. Yes. <laughs> why am I surprised anymore? <laughs> Going back to some of your earliest credits, which one would you say, I guess, help put into perspective what you wanted most in terms of the stories you would tell as an actor, but also the types of onset environments you want to work in? It really started budding with a project I got before this. And I said, okay, this is the tone and direction that I want to continue on with my acting career. And I can't wait to talk about them. I, I shot this really fun film in Atlanta that's coming out soon. Praise this. That's like lighthearted and fun. And also these other dark pieces that I've also been casted in. As, so it's it's been fun being able to be authentic and not have to put on a facade or a front or any fakeness or anything like that. So, And each role that I have gotten, it's crazy how the universe works. I can always find a piece of myself within the character and in the role. And I really connected with Marissa. I really did because on the outside, she's she is just always happy she's such a beam of light she is who carries her sister and she's in love with her man but then when you start seeing her scars and you start hearing certain conversations with her and Dre you realize that she's more broken than she appears of all of your past roles was there ever a time when you thought you wouldn't be able to connect personally to a character you did some character work and you found a way in and it made all the difference no that's the thing, like what's meant for you will be for you. And in everything that I've gotten, I've have been able to connect a piece of myself into the role. And in a way, it's very healing. I like looking at it that way. Uh, going back to grownish for a bit. So I believe there was a bit of a gap between your earliest acting opportunity <laughs> yeah. and then getting a, a major role on Grownish. So <laughs> what's something about what it takes to be a series regular on on a network sitcom, a long running one that, you know, maybe at the time required a little bit of a learning curve or readjustment? Well, that was a very unique situation because Kenya Bears reached out to Sis and I and was like, hey, I want you on the show. We did an audition. And the first time people really heard us act was at the table read. So Sis and I, we were a little nervous. We were like, we hope we don't disappoint, but we knew we weren't bad actresses because we've done it in the past, but not in such a widely broadcasted way, if that makes sense. So when we kept hearing the insane roaring of laughter in the room, I was like, okay, thank you, Jesus. They think we're good. So it was like getting our feet wet again and finding the confidence all over again. And it's all about believing in yourself when it comes to anything as a creative. So that's the beginning of Grownish. Now I want to jump to, to the end of Grownish. I was hoping you could give us a little peek behind the curtain of what it's like when you're winding down on a long running show like that. Is it a situation where a showrunner tells you we're concluding your character storyline or is it the type of situation where you know it's best for you to pursue other opportunities and you have to make a decision and kind of stand up for yourself in that sense? Yeah, well, Grownish is a college show. So we got four years and I loved how you saw us as freshmen all the way to seniors. So of course, by the fourth year, they left it open to, you know, wherever any of our characters would take us, but we all graduated. So then it shifted into Marcus telling his college story. 
So I, I'm really happy and grateful what those four seasons did for Sis and I. And we built friendships that'll last for a while. So it was pretty cool. Definitely a major perk of the job, right? There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There, all right, moving into Jane a little bit. What kind of personal prep work do you have to do when you play a character who uh, who's making questionable choices that you need <laughs> to justify, at least from the character's perspective? Yes. So with Jane, Izzy was a little, she was a little more cold than I am. <laughs> so it was kind of a little exciting tapping into that because me as a human being, I am learning how to set boundaries with people and not giving access to myself to everyone because not everyone deserves every piece of you in pieces. Um, <laughs> but that was really fun to do with Madeleine. And that I, that was really fun. And it was well, quick and easy. What was it like working with her, not just as a scene partner, but also as a leader on that set as a producer? It was great. You know, I love women who take charge and command. And I feel like when you truly love what you do, you're in those positions. Like even when it comes to music, like I have to be so hands-on because the way I hear it and see it, it's harder to verbally articulate it to someone else. So sometimes you just got to get your hands dirty and do it yourself. So I love when women all across the board, whatever field are given the opportunity to do what men always get the chance to do. That idea is what Ladies' Night is all about, yeah. emphasizing the importance of that and the difference <laughs> that so many women in this industry make. I have two uh, two broader questions for you. Okay. The, the first one is, what is your absolute favorite part of the acting process? You know, rehearsing, putting on your costume, seeing the set for the first time. But then I want the opposite. Not necessarily your least favorite, but a part mm -hmm. of the process where you've identified room to grow for yourself and you're eager to explore that. I love that question. There's always room for improvement in anything. My favorite part of acting is when you're on the set and they call action and you just find yourself in that moment. And I think you just let the scene take you where it needs to take you. And when you try to set boundaries and parameters on where you should go, that's when it doesn't feel authentic. Because in real life, we don't know what we're going to say next. We don't plan it. We don't know how we react to something. So in order to be as authentic and as vulnerable and as raw as possible, you have to just let yourself feel and don't be led by the words and, you know, the memorization. You got to feel with your scene partner. And 
it was so inspiring being on set with Dom. It, she's one of my favorite scene partners ever. It was just really exciting. Our synergy was so electric. And this one specific scene, it's my favorite scene in the first episode. On paper, it, it did not read as heartbreaking as it actually was. And when we trusted the scene and let it take us where it needed to take us, even after we finished shooting it, we were stuck there for a good 30 to 45 minutes. We both were just uncontrollably sobbing. So it's crazy like what will happen and what will unlock within you when you just relinquish control and allow yourself to be free. To continue with Dom now, can you give me another example of a time on set, whether you're in the scene or not, or maybe having watched, watched the finished product where, you know, she just went above and beyond with something or took something in a completely different direction than you ever had imagined when you first read the scripts or even got the general idea of this concept? Definitely what the, you know, what I just mentioned that scene, but also not to give any spoilers, but the mall scene <laughs> when she makes that walk down. And I think that scene really shows the differences between them. Yes, in the beginning, you see how close they are and how much they love each other and how they care for one another. But then you see how they are both like going through mental challenges and Marissa's better at hiding them, you know, with the scars on her arms and things like that. And, you know, even when Dre asks her about them, she just, when she tries to kiss her scars, she just kind of, you know, ignores it and moves on and tries to think and talk about happier things. But with Dre, hers, her internal scars are more present and more easily seen by people. So that's another one of my favorite scenes in that because you see this is what, this is how they connect and this is how they're different. I don't want to forget my big broad question, but I do I do want to continue down that path for a minute. I'm not sure how much backstory work you did for Marissa, but is there anything that was, you know, personally important for you to come up with while you were prepping for the role that we might not see or even hear about in the finished show, but we could feel informing your performance and filling out her world? Where I really feel like it becomes authentic and raw is when you don't pre-plan it and there's so much of myself that I found in Marissa and it was really, it was pretty cool to do. And I was grateful that I was, I was trusted to tell her story because there's a lot of people that are like Marissa. Is there any particular new tool in your acting toolkit that you know you'll go forward and use and be able to credit to your experience working on this character and Swarm in general? There's a funny moment that I will never forget. And I think I have the video of it still on my phone. Dom and Damson bombarded in my trailer. <laughs> the scene that I wasn't in, they were acting it out in front of me. And, you know, what I loved that I will always remember, Damson, even though he has a UK accent, he always spoke with his Houston accent the whole two weeks. And until it was an episode rap, season rap on us, that's when he finally spoke in his voice. Even when we were on breaks, when we were all joking around, he kept that drawl and that Southern accent. And I was like, he's really like leaning into, that's him. And he never, just because someone said cut, he didn't shift out of that. So that's something I'll never forget. 
Okay, I'm going back to my broader question. This is my new favorite thing to ask because I'm a big believer that we don't tell ourselves good job nearly enough in this industry and life in general. So of all of your acting roles, is there any particular scene that you look back on and it even makes you think like, like, damn, I'm proud of myself for pulling that off? When I saw the first episode of this, I think it was this. I think that's uh that's fair enough. That's fair <laughs> enough. I'll take that one. Um, I had I had a random uh music question for you because I know you recently uh sang the national anthem. What would you say is a, a big misconception about what it takes to sing the national anthem at a major sporting event? You can practice and sound perfect as much as you possibly want beforehand, but when the nerves kick in, especially when you sing it a cappella, that just adds like a whole other level of obstacles. <laughs> but you'll sing it pitch perfect in the shower and you just have to build upon your stamina and doing things and pushing through them with nerves. So anybody who can slay the national anthem, I don't think anybody will ever come close to Whitney Houston, but I've heard a lot of really great ones. And kudos I, to them. And I hope one day I can be remembered in that as well. One day when I get to do it, something really big. <laughs> I thought you were incredible. I I've, I have great respect for anyone who gets up and does that, especially because anytime I have ever sung the national anthem in the privacy of my own home, sounds like shit. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, it's not as bad as you think. It's probably not. As bad. Oh, you have no idea. Um, <laughs> I did want to touch a little on the future for you in terms of your acting. And I wanted to use Little Mermaid to get there. So I'm not yeah. sure how much, you know, firsthand experience you got watching your sister or getting to see what it takes to make a movie like that. But if you did, is that the kind of, you know, acting environment that you would like to try one day? Or do you prefer the more intimate sets like like a swarm and a Jane? The sky's the limit. You know, I'm so proud of my sister. And I think it's all about the timing and when opportunities present itself to you. And she couldn't have been a more perfect Ariel, her sweet, soft, angelic voice. And that was perfect for her. And, you know, the right opportunity will find you. So just like Swarm, like I was able to bring my music and tie that in and my love for thrillers and suspense. And, you know, even this movie Praise This coming out soon, I got to show me as my bubbly bright self and, you know, my performing aspect and things like that. And even with Girl from North Country, which I'm really excited to shoot, I've always been such a huge Broadway head and being able to take Bob Dylan songs and take this Tony award-winning adaptation and make it into an incredible film. It's like all of the all of the right things are finding me. And what I love is that each character, there's a piece of Chloe in there. So that's what makes it easier to portray and act. And I think that's why I've liked acting more because it's a place where I can be free to be myself with no judgment because they, nobody knows which piece of that is Chloe. <laughs> a beautiful way of looking at it. I'll squeeze in one more Disney related question before we do our little rapid fire thing. If you could play the Disney animated, you know, classic character of your choice in a live action movie, who would you pick and why? I don't know about a live action, but I want to be Storm and Marvel and Disney owns Marvel. So Yes, speak it into existence. Can we <laughs> manifest that on Ladies Night? Yes, manifesting. 
<laughs> All right. So these are our kind of like rapid fire-ish questions, but you can okay. take however long you want to answer them. I okay. love asking this question because auditions can be a major challenge for a lot of people out there. Can you give me one audition high, but then also one audition low and tell me how you overcame that low or what you learned that you could apply to future auditions? Okay. Are you talking about self-tape auditions, like the Zoom pandemic self-tapes? Self-tape in the room, you name it. If I'm being honest, the pandemic was bad for all of us, but I totally prefer auditioning with the casting director on Zoom. I've heard that. I've heard that quite a few times lately and it surprises me, but I get it. Because you're comfortable in your home. You don't have to go into a room with all of these other people going for the same role. So then now you're in your head with competitive energy. Now you're comparing yourself with who you think might fit the role best in your head. And then now you're screwed up and then you go into the room and you might mess up your lines because you're too worried about the other person that you were just sweating palms next to in the chair. So I personally prefer the Zooms and then we can do the chemistry reads in person, you know. (laughs) Totally makes sense. I get that. So have good lighting, have great lighting. Mm -hmm get a ring light. That's always really good. And be yourself, be yourself, find yourself in the character. And when I started doing that, that's when I actually really started to love acting. I love that answer. I also have so, I accumulated so many ring lights. I don't need all these ring lights, (laughs) but I have a million in this room. It's good lighting. It's doing you good. I'll thank you. I'll take whatever I can get. If you could guest star on the TV show of your choice, what show would you pick and why? If Game of Thrones came back, so I would have to do House of the Dragon. House of Dragon. Yes, <laughs> that uh, Euphoria, <laughs> The Boys. Yeah, I, I think yeah, Secession. More, Let me more manifesting here, please. I like these. Yeah, choices. I think those will have to be. Oh, and also one of my dreams is to co-host an episode of Catfish, or like one of those reality shows, like you know Love Island, and they have the hosts and. The really nice host is like, okay, who who do you pick as your pair? I want to do that just for a day. Not oh, you totally season. can do that. Yeah, I, I believe or in you. Or be a host at like the reality shows. Like, you know, Nicki Minaj did with Real Housewives of Potomac. I want to do that. But like I'll, love after lockup. I'll put a fun spin on that. If you could compete <laughs> on the game show of your choice, what show would you pick? And could you actually win it? Oh, game show of my choice well if I didn't actually go on it I would have said family feud because when I'm behind my television I am great but when I was actually there I said the most outlandish answers that were never on the board so to be honest I don't know (laughs) that's my that's my jeopardy I get it I get it I'll end with this one what is the film that you've watched the most and quote the most Ooh, the film that I watched the most Limitless with Bradley Cooper. It was one of my favorite films since I was a little girl, you know, with about the pill and like it unlocks like a higher percentage of his brain. That was always one of my favorite movies. And that's one that I have no problem rewatching again. Now that I'm older, I don't really like rewatching films, to be honest with you. I like I'm like a one kind of one taste kind of person. Move on. I respect that. As someone who watches Scream in Jurassic Park all the time, I know I should I should let in more things, but I'm not. I'm going to keep watching Scream in Jurassic Park. I like Park. to be surprised, you know, <laughs> like take me on another journey. All right. I like that take. I have to let you go. I could keep you here forever talking about all this stuff, but you have a show to celebrate. Huge <laughs> congratulations on Swarm, you. everything you've accomplished, and I can't wait to see everything in the future. Thank you so much. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.